Hey everybody, this is Liliana Milleva and I'm excited to bring you Menopause Made Easy, a podcast designed to provide you tips and strategy to navigate the changes in woman's body, mind and spirit with more grace and ease. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you are updated of each episode release. All right, let's dive in. Welcome again. I have such a pleasure to introduce my guest today. I have with me Kim Jack. She's a midwife, health and lifestyle coach, helping women achieve their health goals with confidence and ease. She has created an integrative approach of helping women create a wellness lifestyle that they love and never need to cheat. And today's topic is how to eat your way to hormone health during menopause. Welcome, Kim, and I would like to know a little bit more about you and your story. Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Diliana, for asking me to hop on here. I always love spending time with you, but this is awesome to be able to spend time with your amazing audience as well. And yeah, a little bit about me. I had a major health crisis at the age of 18. It was a really young start to get really passionate about health because There's nothing like having your health taken away from you that really motivates you to be able to get on board with being health committed. And so I was really young when that happened, and it just built a fire in me that has created a career dedicated to wellness since 1999. So I've I've worked in wellness in lots of different capacities as a massage therapist and a polarity therapist and a teacher and the owner of a wellness center. But it was right around the age that I started tiptoeing into midlife that I realized I wanted to redesign my life around my own time, my own passion, and kind of let go of some of the things that were feeling like they were not quite in alignment with this new season. And I became really excited to start having conversations around the very special things that happen at midlife that thankfully people like you are talking about and are highlighting. And there's just so much work to be done to really help women be able to understand how powerful their bodies really are and how just through simple lifestyle choices, we can really partner with our body in order to let this season be really, really powerful and empowering and as ease-filled as possible. And you took an integrative approach Can you elaborate a little bit more about your approach? Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So because of my background in both nutrition and the mind-body approach, I really bring together awareness around the nuts and bolts of nutritional philosophy, right? There are just certain micronutrients and macronutrients that are good to be eating. But I also really love to be able to help people Step off of the yo-yo dieting by stepping into understanding that it's their mindset that is so important. You know, it's interesting. There was a fact that came out not that long ago that 96% of people, when they start dieting, fail, which that word is kind of intense, but quote unquote, fail, according to the study, within a week or two, and that those who do gain traction not many of them actually maintain it. There's 1% of people who step into a diet 
who really integrate the lifestyle changes, get the results, and then maintain it. And so I really started to scratch my head and say, wow, what aspects of mindset can we really dive into that allow for the foundation to be set so that those odds are higher because there's still much room to move in there. And ultimately, our bodies, they already come equipped to thrive. They know what to do. It's our decisions that really lead to either the addition of symptoms or weight gain or the subtraction of symptoms and weight gain. It's our decisions. And where do our decisions really lie? They lie between our ears. So I love really bringing those worlds together, the nuts and bolts of the science, as well as the awareness of mindset. And what is the one shift you typically teach women to make? I would say it's two shifts. The first shift is really to step away from shoulds and really step into listening to their body. So that's from the mindset perspective. You know, we live in an age of information. And if any one of us were to go to Google right now and ask Google, should I be a vegan? Google would say 100% you should. Best thing you could do for yourself. And if we were to go to Google, same Google, and type in, should I be a carnivore, which is a diet where you only exclusively eat meat, guess what Google would say? Yes, the healthiest thing that you should do for yourself. So I love to be able to really help people step out of the shoulds. I should be a vegan. I should be a carnivore and really start listening to their body and being able to say, but how do I feel? How do I even listen to my body? How does my body communicate? And then letting those decisions come from a place of within instead of being driven from a place of without. And if I were to choose one dietary recommendation, that dietary recommendation would be to really sidestep sugar, to really allow sugar to be decreased in your life substantially. And, you know, this topic is really about how to eat your way to hormone health. And sugar is such a huge hormone driver. When we eat sugar, it is broken down into something called glucose inside our blood. And our body asks the pancreas to create something called insulin. And I think most people have probably heard of insulin because we hear a lot about diabetes, right? And so take insulin. Well, what happens is insulin is actually a hormone that our body creates anytime we break down any form of food into glucose because our body doesn't want glucose in large amounts inside our blood. It's like a red alarm emergency. We take in sugar, body goes, get it out of the bloodstream quick. And so insulin comes to the rescue and it carries this glucose into a number of places. The first place it goes to is to the cells. And it says, hey, cells, do you want some food? And the cells have a limited storage supply. So they take a little and they say, no, go someplace else. And then insulin goes on down the road to the muscles. It says, muscles, do you want some? No, we don't want any. Then it goes down the road to the liver. And then it goes down to the road to the unlimited storage center. And that unlimited storage center is called our fat cells. So 
when we're talking about eating our way to hormone health, insulin is really key when it comes to weight management, but it's also really key because it causes stress hormones to spike. And we know what happens when in midlife, we start to feel more anxiety, more depression, more stress. So sugar really, really plays into that as well. And sugar also just really affects our thyroid. It affects our metabolism as a whole. It affects how flexible we are to be able to metabolize fats. It kind of short circuits our ability to metabolize fats as energy. So if I were to choose one thing for people to shift, it would be a shift with their relationship to sugar that has such wide spanning benefits including allowing for our body to regulate our decrease of estrogen and progesterone and testosterone because our adrenal glands are actually made to create those hormones as well, especially during perimenopause when we're having so many symptoms. If our adrenal glands are already on hyper stimulation, they actually don't have enough energy to take care of being able to regulate and provide some buffering for estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. We just have more symptoms associated with perimenopause. So for all those reasons and way more, helping people shift their relationship to sugar would be my one choice. And how in this case can we eliminate the unhealthy carbs from our diet? Yeah, there's so many ways. I mean, the very first place to start is really with the sweets and the treats right? But I love really helping women identify that it's not about restriction. It's not about, I'm never going to eat treats because that's like a slingshot effect. When you're saying I'm never going to, it pulls back, it pulls back on that little slingshot. And then you have that moment where you just can't stand it anymore. There's the binge after, and then there's the shame and the shoulds and the whole spiral of emotions. So I really like to help women utilize a philosophy of replacement, not restriction. We live gratefully in a world with tremendous food access. And in that food access, we are able to find really amazing replacements, replacement recipes, even some replacement solutions like, you know, monk's fruit or stevia or low glycemic sugars. There's so many things that we have access to if we take the time to discover what five amazing treat recipes we love, right? For me, it's chocolate chia seed pudding is like my all-time fave. I literally have it almost every single day with walnuts and blueberries and some hemp seeds on top and some coconut cream on top. It's my like all-time fave. And I feel loved. I feel comforted. I feel nourished. I feel treated. Like those are all things like pleasure is an essential nutrient. We need to feel pleasure. And so I really help women be able to walk down the path to discover who their new treat best friends are so that they never have to feel like they're restricted. They just feel really like they've found new treat best friends. I love that. I love this replacement methodology and approach to not be able to feel restricted. Of course, it, it's all about the balance, right? It's all about the balance for uh, nutrition elements that we take every day. It's also about balance, the hormone, if how you balance the hormone related to the diet. 
So it's also related with energy level, right? You mentioned that, that if you eat too much sugar, that can affect so many symptoms. One of them is the energy and how you sleep, right? Absolutely. You know, sugar is just such a diabolical nemesis to perimenopause. And, you know, we're able to tolerate it up until perimenopause for some, but certainly being on that energy roller coaster definitely affects so many aspects of our life, including you highlighted again the word energy. There's a part of our cell that makes all of our energy, and it's called the mitochondria. And this is a beautiful little part of our cell that, fascinatingly enough, we do not share with our father. We only share with our mother. So our mother gives us all of our mitochondria. Our father does not. I just love that little fact. I think it's kind of fascinating. But our mitochondria is what takes in sugar or takes in fat. It combusts it and it creates energy that we call ATP. And just like most of us grew up in the 80s, we know what cars looked like and sounded like when they were not tuned up well. Remember those days when you had to change your spark plugs and like you would get the exhaust that would be a big black cloud? Well, fascinatingly enough, when we eat too much sugar, our mitochondria engine is not tuned up. And so it doesn't create fuel-efficient, clean energy. It's kind of like one of those dirty engines in the 80s when it's just not quite as efficient. And so, you know, some of the things that we experience in perimenopause is energy loss and brain fog. And these have a lot to do with our mitochondrial health. We can activate that with food choices like removing sugar and carbs and adding in healthier fats. And there are also some amazing supplementation mitochondrial activators out there as well to really help with that. And also you mentioned the stress and how that is related to how much sugar you consume. Can you elaborate a little bit about this? Yeah, absolutely. So hormones are kind of like an interconnected web. So if one hormone is turned on, it's not turned on in isolation. It's not like I am turned on. It is more like I'm turned on and all of you guys that we are partnered together, we're all holding hands. And since I turned on now, you're going to be influenced as well. And so when insulin as a hormone is triggered because we're eating sugar, it actually increases cortisol, cortisol and adrenaline, which are both stress hormones that cause us, you know, to have more perspiration, you know, uh, faster breathing. Like it's a physiological thing that happens. It's not just in our head, right? It's not something we can just control with our brain. You know, so many times I'll, I'll talk to women and they'll say, but I'm feeling so anxious. You know, I'm doing meditation. I'm doing deep breathing. I'm like, great. That's awesome. And what are you eating? Well, I'm eating a bag of Skittles a day. Bingo. We found the next thing because everything is so interconnected. So then, right, when we have a spike in cortisol, that actually decreases thyroid production. And when thyroid production is dipped, it increases cortisol production. So we actually create a feedback loop of stress hormones and thyroid dipping, stress hormones up and thyroid dipping, but the trigger many times is sugar. 
Yes, that's the um, thing that you need to balance the cortisol also and the stress level, but also it's important what to eat, right? If you don't eat uh, in a proper way, that's also affect metabolism, how we digest and uh, if you lose the weight or not lose the weight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And also, I mean, sugar, I like to think about it as a state shifting drug. So like we tend to say that we crave sugar. And it is a biological craving. Like they've done studies. We know that rats prefer sugar over cocaine, right? It is incredibly addictive. But we also know that when we are feeling constricted, like we're feeling trapped in a job or trapped because we said yes to too many things in our life when really we didn't set boundaries and now we're overextended or we're feeling just constricted in our life or constricted because it's so gosh darn dark outside and we're all screaming for the solstice to happen so the sun starts coming up. So when we're feeling constricted, when we eat sugar, it expands our aura. And so it temporarily creates a sense of expansion. So it is a drug that we crave when we're feeling stressed and constricted. So one of the things that we can do is really be able to identify that feeling saying, wow, I'm feeling constricted. How do I typically relieve this? Well, with a Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay. What are my other choices? Well, let's put together your new best friends of lifestyle choices like breathing, yoga, meditation, something as simple as a 30-second hug, which by the way, releases oxytocin and really helps to shift your hormones. So all these little things to be able to help people just reframe how to care for their feelings. It's like, I'm not feeling good. This is my solution. And then turning it into, I'm not feeling good. Let me look at all of my solutions. I'm going to choose this one today. And maybe it's the Reese's peanut butter cup, but maybe it's a 30-second hug or, you know, being able to do some deep breathing. So sugar has this really interesting dynamic in our world. And so true. And nurturing yourself is so, so important in all this. So you say that you help women to create a plant so that they love the diet and never cheat on that. Can you mm-hmm. say a little bit more about this? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, so many times it's a common phrase, right? It's my cheat day. Well, what does that imply? (laughs) If I were to be in a marriage and I was like, I am dedicated to you except for my cheat day, (laughs) right? That just, that wouldn't work. I mean, it's, it's just telling me that it's not the right marriage if I want to have a cheat day on those days. So I really like to help women be able to identify what are they doing because they feel like they should versus what are they doing because they're choosing that this feels good. They learn to listen to their body, be able to say, wow, when I do this, I have more energy. And when I do this, I have less energy. So just giving them the space to really be able to create their own customized plan that they love, the new food experiences that they're looking to have. You know, they have their new treat portfolios. They have they're amazing meals that they can easily put together on their busy days. Like it's just taking the time to be really mindful and to really like be present with what they like and what they don't like. You know, some women, they love to do food prep. Sunday, they cook for the whole week. Others couldn't stand that. 
So what do you like to do? And sometimes, many times, humans do best when they're asked questions. And so I feel like that's where coaching really steps in beautifully is the coach is able to provide the mirroring and the support in that way to be able to say, what I'm hearing you say is that you are doing this because you read you should do it, but do you like it? No. You know, or I was speaking with a chiropractor recently as a client and she said, you know, I've been eating keto for a number of months now, but there's always a little something in the back of my mind that's saying that I want to eat more vegetables. And so we're able to say, well, life is too short to like just do something that you moderately think you should do. Life is really about enjoying the fullness and the richness of experiences and pleasure and food is such a big part of that. I bet you there's a way for us to help you stay in ketosis if you want to, while still including a bunch of amazing vegetables. So really kind of like walking through that path and helping women be able to create a food lifestyle, a movement lifestyle, a emotional lifestyle that allows for them to just say, hey, this is my life. This is my identity. This is who I am. I love this versus saying I'm on a diet, Ooh. right? <laughs> because I think I'm too heavy and I'm not fitting in my jeans. It's more like I feel amazing. I'm feeding myself. I'm fueling myself. I feel like I have good, healthy relationships. Like it's such a holistic thing to really design a life that you love. The byproduct is because you have less stress and you are eating things that you enjoy, like all these things come together and poof, weight loss begins to happen to the point where your body feels great. And it's a nice byproduct. It's a nice side effect versus a focal point. And so much agree with that about the relationship with ourselves and how you feel about ourselves. It doesn't matter what you eat because you can be in the healthiest diet if you don't feel good about yourself the effect will be different for sure. It's so much important to have somebody like King to guide you through the process and to help you with the choices that you can make. Because sometimes you presume that you can do the choice by ourselves, but not easily to know exactly what is good because it's everybody's individual, right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And how often is it's so easy to be stuck in an echo chamber in your life, like you're on a hamster wheel, thinking the same thing over and over and over again, right? It's like, well, maybe I should try this. 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 And just having a partner in a process of discovery is just so valuable. I know that there was a time in my life where I just decided that I was going to always have some sort of coaching in my life. And it's not always individual coaching. Sometimes it's group coaching, but I was always going to put myself in a position to be coached and learn something new with specialist guidance. And the truth of the matter is I'm a strong, intelligent woman and I am better. I'm a better me when I show up with vulnerability and transparency to a coaching experience that allows for me to understand myself better. Absolutely. So how people can reach out to you and work with you? 
Yeah. So my website is kimjakes.com, K-I-M-J-A-C-Q-U-E-S.com. So it's like Jacques Cousteau. And so I'm definitely very responsive to my email, which is also kim at kimjakes.com. I'm also on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn. I am on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. So whatever medium of communication feels most in alignment is a vehicle for them to be able to connect with me through. Thank you so much for your wisdom today. Thank you for all listeners to be with me of Menopause Made Easy again. And uh, please subscribe, share this information and come back again next week with more valuable information. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Menopause Made Easy. You can check out more episodes on Apple, Spotify, eHeartRadio, and your favorite podcast apps. Check out the show notes for any website linked to this episode, including where to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications so you'll be updated of each episode release. And visit me at menopausesupportacademy.com for all podcast updates as well. Appreciate you dropping by.